Alright, my fellow quirkies. Uh, we got some fun articles here today. And uh, we got one um, very interesting, um, I guess, venture capitalist uh, fund in the autism industry. We have a really cool farm. And um, this weird, this could be quite lightly touched on. I'm really curious if anyone will sign up for this because I would like to find out more. A weird workshop on uh, autism and threat. Um, and I'd like to touch on uh, briefly, uh, maybe try and include a Reddit post every now and then. Because uh, this one was really cool. Um, what's your unpopular opinion about autism slash Asperger's? So we'll be covering that today. So this one was really cool. So starting with the first article today. Um, Central Florida's Autism Impact Fund flush with cash and looking for deals even as venture capitalist industry slows. I guess you didn't know what VC was. Um, I'm not that smart. I just guessed actually right then because that's the only thing that made sense in my mind. So you guys are probably smarter than me. All right. Four years ago, Winter Parker resident Chris Mayle's three-year-old son was diagnosed with autism. At the time, Mayle was familiar with the term autism but didn't know much more about the neurological and social disorder, which is kind of true with most. I mean, I, most people have a very stereotypical ideal of what it is. And then, of course, you know, once it affects your life, you become much more aware and more educated on it. Um, okay, after the diagnosis, Mayle set out to find services that and help his sons meet, um, find the services and help his son needed. What Mail encountered instead was antiquated services, long wait lines and hefty price tags, he told Orlando, Orlando, you know, which is really true. I mean, it, even for adults or people, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just not really there uh, as much as you would love. So this is why I really do like this article. It's very interesting. Um, minor thing at the end. Okay. Um, that's what inspired Mail to co-found Autism Impact Fund in 2020. The fund, headquartered in New York, San Francisco Winter Park, aims to be the investment and innovation arm for autism spectrum disorder and related conditions. Which is, I mean, it makes sense in San Francisco. I'm pretty, I'm surprised they're not really more, you know, Silicon Valley, San Jose, uh, very tech-heavy areas. Um, so anyway, even as the venture capital sector is cooling, because the economy and loans and the Fed, yay. Stuff I'm not smart enough to really understand, but no, the talking points. Um, Autism Impact Fund is, or AIF, is bringing in dollars for more deals. And June 13, a June 13 filing with the U.S. Secret uh, Securities and Exchange Commission showed the fund raised 24.8 million in new capital. Though Mail said that figure is a fraction of what we raised and deployed. So I'm curious of what kind of fraction talking about like quarter and eighth and 16th 32 come on let's be a little more accurate what do you mean by fraction okay influence beyond checks okay since 2021 uh, the autism impact fund has invested in 10 companies the fund hasn't disclosed how much money it deployed in these investments but mail which again the money raised so i'm curious of what's available uh mail said it's focus on companies raising their seed or series a rounds I don't know business, so I'm guessing that's like their first round of initial investment, getting that initial startup. The capital deployed into these, those 10 startups, only represent about half of its funds. Okay, there it is, I forgot. 
and Autism Impact Fund remains active on the fundraising trail, Mail added. However, he said the fund may become more active during the rest of this year as company valuations come down. Um, which really makes sense because I mean, that's really an issue. Like Tesla's a perfect example. Um, like it's probably going to have a pitfall because when you have Ford, Chevy, um, really cracking and then jumping into, um, uh, the electric car company, they're going to be pulling from, you know, what Tesla would actually be selling to. They're taking away from the their pool of possible buyers so i mean it's evaluations obviously gonna have to drop it's not the same i mean it's already dropped because of controversies regarding obviously elon musk and all that fun stuff so but i mean it's evaluations gonna have to change because of what it's gonna have accessible i mean they started as the pinnacle of uh, electric cars i mean let's not forget that okay where are we uh, so far, the fund hasn't invested in any Florida companies, but it has looked at a few deals in the Sunshine State, California. Plus, the fund in April announced an investment in Cortesia, a San Diego-based company with Central Florida connections. Cortesia, a network of centers providing treatment plans for neurodevelopmental conditions, including autism, was co-founded by D CEO Dr. Neil Hattigadi. Hatagadi, who grew up in the area and attended Winter Park High School. Cortisha last year raised $60 million in financing from other investors. And Hatagadi admits the Autism Impact Fund is far from the company's biggest funder. However, the fund's focus on the autism medical space and the network of emerging technology. It has access to th thorough Technology it has access to through its portfolio gives it value far beyond the cash it offers startups. Hatin Gadi said, they're the only fund that knows this space so well. They have an influence beyond the checks they write. All right. As part of its deal with the fund, Corticias, Cortis, Tor, Corti, man, man, these, man. Okay, centers will act as a place for autism impact fund portfolio companies to validate, test, and eventually commercialize their innovations. Meanwhile, Corticia is eyeing an entrance into Florida market after it enters Massachusetts this year. Hanton Gotti added, it's not going to be long before we wind up coming. VC Outlook. After a record year of 2021, venture capital activity across the country is slowing, as one can imagine with uh, a lot of the economic problems. So obviously, uh, liquidity is going to be an issue. U.S. companies raised a collective $70.7 in the first quarter of this year. That was down from $95.4 in quarter four 2021, but up from $32 billion in quarter one 2021, according to uh, the pitch book and National Venture Capital Association. In metro, whoops, in metro companies collectively raised uh, 42.3 million of, from seven investment deals in quarter one, down from 69.7 million raised in the fourth quarter and 70 million raised in quarter one, 2021. While there's plenty of dry powder for investors to deploy in 2022, global economic uncertainty means venture capital activity will slow, which I mean, my very basic economic understanding, I mean, with the Fed, uh, with the changes in the interest rates, uh, is the uh, best way to put it. It's basically uh, people are halting the want of uh, 
wanting to put uh, too much of a heavy cash investment at the moment to slow things down, right? Um, right. Means venture capital will actually slow. According to the KPMG's Venture Pulse report, deal speed, however, could slow as VC investors conduct more due diligence related to potential deals. So, I mean, like, obviously, this time when we're like, oh, yeah, I'm just enthusiastic about this. But now it's like, all right, we really, like, as much as we would love to be super interested in it, we have to do our you know, due diligence. It's like, okay, we're going to make this a real business. Venture capital, um, potential deals. VC investors likely also will renew their focus on late stage deals which also could create challenges for startups looking to attract seed and early stage investments venture capital dollars are important for early stage tech companies they help those firms scale and forge uh, critical connections in their industries which in turn can lead to the creation of high wage local jobs and solutions for other businesses and then boom if you want to learn more about the autism impact fund i want to contact him personally love an interview with this guy very interesting i would love to know you know i wonder because this article is new so obviously he has a child and i'm curious of what he looks for what he would like for his child to have in the future um if he wants to be a participant of this organization or how he's gonna you know continue to grow the interests so yeah i mean that's, that's cool i mean if there's hey if you have a venture starting a new business and you need uh, money, hit them up. All right. This is a cool little one. So, uh, yeah. Westside Produce Farm works to provide people with autism life skills and not just growing vegetables. All right. Growing up with autism can be challenging, but with the right support, kids can live healthy, fulfilling lives. One Westside organization is working to empower young adults on the autism spectrum to learn life skills. When it comes to farming, 21-year-old Alejandro Sanchez knows what it takes to grow vegetables. Teamwork. Like, people can watch your back and help each other, Sanchez said. Alejandro, whoops, Alejandro Sanchez has been involved in the Growing Solutions farm for the last three years. People grow vegetables here and donate to people who need vegetables at home. Especially, I bet, bet it's good organic stuff. Like they probably learned to do, like, natural organic or uh, non-pesticidal bug repellent stuff. Okay, the 1.2-acre produce farm is a hands-on program teaching young adults like Sanchez the basics of farming with the goal of enhancing their social and vocational skills. We have literally a mini farm on our property. I mean, we got like nine different kinds of fruit trees and like three different kinds of berry bushes. We have goose, yeah, gooseberry, blackberry, raspberry, boysenberry. And then we have like a giant wall of passion fruit. Not a berry, but vine. Okay. So, yeah, there's a lot of work with that. Uh, da, 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 da. The farm is part of Urban of urban Autism Solutions, also called UAS. Yas, yas, yus. An organization Julie and Michael Tracy were driven to start when they struggled to find adult services for their son, John, who has autism. Which is awesome. I mean, so this is like, like we talked in the uh, previous uh, episode. Um, you know, like, it's difficult for finding... Uh, which is why I really like this article because it's like they help are helping those that are uh, autistic adults. So it's not just the f focus of uh, children. All right. Um, the suffering of our family went through. The suffering our family went through when we looked for services, and we knew we were going to have to support John and create a community around him of like-minded people. Said Julie Tracy, a compassionate community where he would 
could work where he could thrive and grow. The organization recently celebrated its 10-year anniversary, which is super impressive, and gave past participants like Elvis Sanchez a chance to showcase what they've learned. I have a great time doing this, said Elvis Sanchez. I'd never planted before, and this was my first time planting, so I just watched and learned how to do it. Elvis Sanchez started the Growing Solutions Farm program last summer and has since learned skills to prepare for job opportunities. We learn about interviews, how to prepare for an interview, dress well, Elvis Sanchez said. UAS also partnered with different schools on the west side to offer a variety of free services to support young adults from ages 16 to 22. We really offer skills that don't that we don't think schools have time to do in terms of social work services and social thinking and communications, Julie Tracy said. So our students can be successful once they reach their first job. Founders say that they've helped hundreds of young adults find jobs and motivate them to continue to pursue goals. I would really be interested in knowing their um, employment rate among them. Uh, e e even if it was like they jump from job to job, but the ability to handle interviews. I'm, I'm very curious of the coaching that they do. I wanted to be an FBI and then I changed my career. People needed mental health counselor. Plus I have a mental health counselor that has helped me a lot, inspired me, says Alejandro Sanchez said. Elvis Sanchez says the program has given different alternatives to feel independent and navigate the challenges of a disability. I have had a hard time since I've had a disability. I've told my mom. Why was I born like this? Elvis Sanchez said, I should have been born normal. I did cry, but my mom would say it's fine and I have a disability. I realized that something changed and that I, I should be proud of who I am as a person. Yeah, I mean, a, a big part of it is just accepting what you are, who you are inside this crazy tumbly world and uh, not finding your place, but making your place making the space for your place to exist. I don't know. Uh, alrighty. So, this one's an interesting one. This is uh, Palo Alto University. So it looks like it's... Um, I, I, the only thing is, I bl I'm hoping that it's online-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it's like, I know it says online. I'm like looking over and trying to figure out where it said it, and I'm being retarded. Um, hey, only I can say that. Um, so yeah, this is an uh, interesting workshop um so the reason i put it on here is like i would if you got the money to do it because it was like crazy 200 dollar registration thing to do this program um three hour seminar training thing so if you could do it i mean hey i'll even put it out there if you send me the money i will 100 take this and report back to you what happened but i would if you got the money and you'd be interested in doing it do it and uh hit me up uh, I'll obviously link to everything will be in the show notes. Um, but this is what's basically it. The um, oh my gosh, I should pause before I start talking. Okay. The live professional training program on that which we do not know, autism and the threat, is presented by Stephanie Liet. 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 I'm going with Liet. PhD. What are we scared of? We are scared of the unknown, of things that are different, of things we do not understand. So... It is. Autistic people are often the focus of threat assessment investigations. Through the neurotypical eye, autistic behavior can be unsettling, and unsettling behavior can seem dangerous. Dr. Liet is a psychologist who specializes in threat assessment and management. She 
um, has had a disproportionate number of referrals that include individuals who are societally different than others, who have been diagnosed with autism, and who make others uneasy. And, I, and I've talked about this, and if you haven't listened to any of my earlier stuff, which I don't expect you to, but one of the main things is I've brought up is people are not comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, and granted, some individuals with autism I guess you could say cringy to be around. I mean, I'm maybe being definitely rough, but I mean, I'm trying to think of the aspect of, you know, I mean, even I can admit it's like some individuals I've been around with um, more so autism um, uh, person, autistic personalities are like, you know, we just don't click. I mean, I still love them, but I, I kind of get it. It's like there's just that need of uncomfortableness uh, where you're just like, it seems so different. It, you the threat of it. Uh, but we're going, okay, diving into the topic, Dr. Liet will cover general information on ASD and crime. Carefully explain the difference between ASD and psych psychopathic behavior and use research to identify factors that create greater and less risk in the population. Participants will review the Sandy Hook Advisory Commission report applying. So the reason, uh, and I understand why this is in there because I'm not going to use a shooter name. Uh, but I will say that the father uh, from interviews had mentioned that the shooter was diagnosed with Asperger's. So, um, and uh, and so the, and and there was also that um, stabbing in um, ca Canada. There was an autistic individual who did multiple stabbings. Um, uh, he went on a rampage unfortunately that was another autistic individuals um there's just tends to be a connection to uh violent uh individuals especially with shootings and stuff like this with having autism so that's exactly why they're probably why they bring it up applying new knowledge to the report the training will uh conclude with a table top exercise utilizing breakout rooms for interactive boisterous finally so uh i would be very curious if anyone would be interested in doing that so I have not read any of these because I wanted to save it for this session. Our uh, autism of Reddit. I don't know what else to call it. I'll figure out fun, wacky names. But um, what is your unpopular opinion about autism and Asperger's? So I just wanted to read this post. Um, and take some hot takes. Let's see how this goes. Uh, all right. You don't need to be autistic to play the role of an autistic character. Acting means you pretend to be someone or something you're not. I'm autistic, but I can play the role of a neurotypical character. And I brought this up with, um, you know, the only aspect I defend, see about that stupid movie music. Um, I, It's like the same reason why you're not necessarily going to um, hire an actor that's actually quadriplegic to play a quadriplegic character. The Brian Cranston character from, um, oh, jeez, what? Uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, what's the stupid movie name? Anyway, point is, because if you have scenes of pre-quadriplegic, you're not going to make the actual quadriplegic all of a sudden walking. Okay? I mean, so, I, I, it's, it's some understanding there. Alright, so it's like, it's really... I get it. I can see both sides. So, it's just, you know, it's not the biggest thing in the world. You can use the term Asperger's if you feel comfortable with it. Saying you can't use it because it's offensive is kind of disrespectful. In case you don't know, 
there is minor, there is controversy with using the term Asperger's because of recent knowledge of the guy not necessarily being a Nazi. I mean, Nazi ties, not full-fledged Nazi, but a hundred percent, from what I understand, eugenics. So it's, uh, yeah. So, yes. I mean, I grew up on, with the term Asperger's. I mean, I'm 33 years old now. It's going to be hard for me to turn away. I, honestly, I, I don't get the stages really either. And and it's funny because there's arguments of finding it offensive to use high-functioning versus low-functioning autism or being autistic. So it's just... Anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Did I even pick a side on that? I don't know. Sometimes I feel more comfortable neurotypical people instead with autistic people. I don't know why. Because kind of what I brought up, the being comfortable with discomfort. Oh, jeez, my nails. Um, stupid itchiness. Uh, you know, it's... I mean, I don't... Technically, I mean, I do know autistic individuals, obviously. And there's... A, uh, but, yeah, I mean, most, pretty much all my friends are neurotypical. Is that the same as saying, like, I have a black friend? I have, like, I don't know what else to tell you. It's just, you know what? I get it, you know, because... The vast interests and the conflict of personalities, it's just, that's just, the, by human nature, that's the way we are. What else do you want? Okay. Let's talk at the top post, because this one I figure would be interesting. That's why I stayed on sort. Okay. There's a lot of talk about how we aren't deficient, just different. I don't, yeah, no. But I spent more than 10% of my life suffering from the effects of severe burnout. In those times, I do the bare minimum to survive. Then I go home, lay in the dark room with noise-canceling headphones on, and I'll cry. See, that always breaks my heart. Because <sighs> I, like, I know, I, I mean, I live a very functioning life. And it, like, you feel, there's almost like, I don't even know what to call it, survivor guilt or what. But it's like. Like, I know my autism could have been so much worse. Like, I'm married. I've held the same career for the last 12 years. I am looking into getting my own van. I'll be working for myself. And I've tried multiple careers. Like, I tried wedding photography. I mean, whatever. Anyway, but it's like, I am so fortunate. And then when you see, like, the the struggles of others, and you just wish you there was something you could do. And, and, and yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. I can't form meaningful connections with people. I try to talk with them, get beyond small talk, and then link between my brain and my mouth breaks. I just stop having words. I get sensory overload, overload at the grocery store. I have to take CBD just to buy food. You want unpopular? We may be, we may just be different, but I feel like I have insurmountable deficiencies. Yeah. I mean, what else can you say? I, I mean. I, 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 I think I could relate more when I was younger because my whole life felt so much of a struggle scholastically. Uh, it really, really sucked. Um, yeah, look, you just described my entire life minus the crying part because I find it very difficult to cry. Um, I'm not going to read. I'm going to censor this. So, yeah, okay. Here we go. Oh, this one. Here we go. This is a good point. Self-diagnosis isn't always a good thing. And there are way more people claiming they have mild autism for symptoms that everyone experiences to some extent or that don't impact them as severely as they claim and it's starting to make having autism seem meaningless 
Yeah. Like, um, in case you didn't know, there's people that, um, it's like uh, disability virtue signaling. There's, there's literally people on TikTok. I would say it's a different mental disorder, but they're claiming to have mul the multiple personality disorder. But it's like they have names and they know they exist. It's like that's a key thing that's not real. Like I have a very, very fundamental understanding of it. And it's just like like there was one lady with the TikTok like her like saying my child like like having her, going with the different names and ha having her child cognify or recognize that like it may be interacting with the different personalities and she's like oh yeah they interact with the it's like it's so, but so there's people in TikTok that have like TikToks dedicated to the like quite literally to me is like their fake autism and then straight up infanticizing of the aspect of having autism and just doing weird super cringy stuff and it's like you know if you pretending to have it you got a mental disorder that i don't know it's probably too hard to pronounce and i already have a hard time pronouncing stuff so let's keep going on um yeah also people with very mild autism shouldn't be the whole face of autism advocacy and speaking on behalf of everyone when they completely ignore high support needs and nonverbal autists because we don't fit the attractive societally socially acceptable stereotypes of quirky autism that a lot of Aspies online identify with. It's true. I mean, the ones that really get to because they can't speak for themselves, the non-verbal, I mean, they do get left out of the conversation because they're not, you know, it's like, how do you, obviously, I mean, what's actually funny, they're actually in the autism subreddits, there's actually a lot of um, the self-proclaiming non-verbal autistics that write very immaculately i'm gonna put it that i'm gonna give them the highest praise that i can so it's like i like that's why i would like i'd really like that other story about the program uh, that the girl who, who had I, oh my god i just realized I, I think i said she graduated high school but she actually graduated college oh my god anyway the program to helping more speech to text programs so like i think if we can roll that out it'll definitely help them find their voice um that would be awesome um and then, yeah, like, I mean, the very first comment, I agree with, or actually, maybe not the first, but it might be the top comment for the reply. I agree with the self-diagnosing not being a very good thing. I feel that people can fall into a trap of confirmation bias. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. I think it's important to have external professional view from someone who can look at a person and make a proper diagnosis. Uh, but this is the caveat. Having said that, around the world, mental health care is underfunded, sometimes non-existent, even where it is available quality professionalism of care is a lottery. Self-diagnosis may be the only way for some of us to begin to figure out who they really are. I mean, that's really it. Um, actually, I like this comment here as I'm scrolling through. I have been officially diagnosed for two years, but I tend to overthink my symptoms now and then, asking myself whether I have autism. I mean, that's me. I mean, I'm so having to, like, you know, it's like how much of the, in my end part of this community, like I was diagnosed as a kid. I definitely knew my struggles as a kid, but I've matured or I've, learn to deal with it much better so you know it's like how much am i in there um the know-it-all autists are the worst the stubborn type who can't admit they're wrong i can definitely be somewhat of a know-it-all i might be in that category my wife will probably attest to that <laughs> yeah all right let's keep going with the next top one okay i find a lot of other aspies aren't fun to talk with in a casual context 
I have no problem working with an autistic person or helping them out, but any level of personal interaction, I have trouble finding where to extract any enjoyment from. Here's some examples better explain what you mean. I knew an autistic person who was obsessively um, spicy and made everybody uncomfortable. So the hyper-focus on that, I, I can understand. Knew an autistic person who kept waffling about computers and would get sniffy whenever I tried to redirect the topic. He would very, he pretty much never spoke again when I told him I wasn't a good person to talk to about PC specs. So the only way to interact with the world is that they find their niche topic and can only talk about that. And, and that, that becomes problematic. That's why it's really important to expand your horizon of interests. I mean, I mean, the, yeah. I knew several autistic people in a video game group who took things in the game far too seriously and would get into the get in a right mood whenever someone tried to actually have fun. Yeah, they get, like, professional level obsessed. I mean, you get that with even neurotypical people, but the hyper-focus of some autistic individuals, yeah. I mean, it becomes their uh, literal identification. Identity. It becomes their identity. Uh, let's see. We'll let's do one more, and then we'll call it to close. A lot of the subscenes to be convinced that our empathy is actually better than that of normal person. Some can have extreme empathy, and some can lack it. So, yes, there are definitely uh, regular posts in here, I think, where I think because th they're trying to battle the caveat of psychopathy, um, the stereotype that they don't empathize at all, because there is that uh, out there. So I can kind of get why they would post about having the ability or at least actually having empathy, but almost to an extreme level. Um, mine is certainly worse. Like, yeah, I can feel it deeply and more than others at times, but I have a hard time understanding others' experiences and getting to feel in the first place. I think that saying that you have impaired social skills, but good empathy is contradiction. With good empathy, you are supposed to understand how others see things, and that would make it really easy to understand how to act. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's very true. Um... I get where it's coming from. So, yeah, this is my hot takes of uh, unpopular opinions of autism and Asperger's. So, autism subreddit corner. Let's maybe regularly check in here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we had a great day. We had, um, so, we had awesome slush, well, I don't know what to call it slush fun, but autism fun for business startups. We had an awesome farm. Um, and, uh, I forgot where it was located. Where are you? I just realized I don't remember the location of this program. But, that said, uh, links will be located. Oh, and then this workshop. Someone, please, sign up for it. I went really curious. Uh, so that will, uh, do, -do, -do it. All right. Thank you for joining me. I am looking forward to the next episode, and I will see you in the next one. All right. Peace.